Hi guys and welcome to the group chat. So on this week's episode I'll have Neve along with me again and we'll be discussing all things to do with reality TV. Why people go on reality TV shows, can you find genuine love on them and all things surrounding that. Hope you enjoy the episode. Bye! alternate Tokyo and then they've got to compete in these games which is a bit like Squid Game to survive or get out something like that but you need to watch a good game I do love shows like that and I would definitely watch Squid Game but I restarted watching Grey's Anatomy oh my god that is a slippery slope I'm on season 13 right also like where you left off watching it like when we were in the house kind of sort of like i would go back it just depends i'll pick a season that i want to watch i'll go back and watch it but i started from season 13 and i forgot just like how juicy it was because this is the season like that maggie's mom dies oh and yeah and her and jackson are like shagging but it's weird because they're like related really really don't like maggie like she just winds me up like, I feel like Christina on- left, so they obviously had to. They needed to bring in like an ethnic best friend um, for Meredith, so that's why they brought her in. Shonda Rhimes doing what Shonda Rhimes does best. It just she, anytime she just speaks, she winds me up. He's just oh no, I can't anymore. Since season thirteen, so so far. So, uh, DeLuca dropped the charges against <gasps> Alex. Oh, this is the season where Alex nearly went to prison. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, is this the one where, the season where we found out about Joel's abusive ex-husband? Yeah, yeah. So she and it's Mr. Shoe. you because I'm already married and it's the most abusive marriage in the world. So is Link, is Link coming to this season? Or was Link in last season? Link, I think, I haven't seen him so far. Link was coming this season because when all that stuff happens, when Alex and everyone finds out about the abusive husband, Link is in that season because remember there's the scene where he's like, Alex says to him, um, I can't, you meant to be like this big brother, but how did you let it happen? And they were like, he was like, before I knew how bad it was, she'd already started to pull away. He was like, I would have never let her be with him if I knew he was abusing her. Yeah, no, well, so far, so Amelia has, like, left Owen. This is how far it is into the season, right? So only, like, up to 14 or 15. Amelia's left Owen. Um, it's Teddy back. No, no, so she's only just ran away. She was staying at Stephanie's, but then she'd left Stephanie's, and now she's staying back with Meredith. Uh, what else has happened? Oh, yeah, so Maggie's mom has literally just died. Jackson and April went to Montana to do that through transplant. Oh, and they see his dad. And then they hooked up. Oh, oh this, is a, this is a good season, you know. I think season 13 is one of the best seasons. Has he come back yet? No. Right, okay. She has not, but so Minnick, this is with Minnick in it. And Who's Arizona. Minnick? Eliza Minnick, she's like literally the oh. brunette version of oh. Arizona Robbins. The one who goes blind? No. Because she, she has the tumour? No, no. So that Eliza Minnick is the resident or attendant that comes in and get, takes Weber's job. <laughs> yeah, and she like fucks, fucks shit up and they're all like going like protest against her. Yeah, they all stage a coup and then, but then there's that whole the fire breaks out in the hospital. And then Stephanie, like everyone. Oh, and there's that side. Yeah. Fired for it. 
yeah yeah i remember I that one so and then she leaves at the end of that season doesn't she yeah bailey kicks her out no, I'm talking about thingy because she gets covered in third degree birds. Oh, yeah, yeah, she leaves. But I'm, I was, you know what? She was a character that I was really sad that left because, like, she was so smart. She'd gone through so much to get to being where she was. And then she was like, I, I left. She left it. And then, like, they just never mention her again, ever. She doesn't come back at all. But then they brought back, what the fuck was she called? Who was shagging um, Arizona. And then she puts in the complaint. And then that's why they all have to start filling out them farms about who they've like slept with in the in the hospital. <laughs> you know who I mean? She was the resident one chair, and she yeah. was only shagging her as like a rebound when her and Callie ended. So where's Callie now? Has Callie gone to? Has that whole thing happened with Callie in Arizona, where they're fighting for custody? Yeah, that's happened. So Callie's left. Yeah, right. she. I really thought this season they were going to bring back like Callie in Arizona, like season eighteen that's just come out. Have you seen that interview that Ellen Pompeo did? And they're like, say season 19, and she was like, oh God, it's not 19, it's only 18. And she's like, I've been trying to get out for years, but Shonda won't let me go. And I'm like, I actually feel like she's signed to some form contract that like she has to be in the show for as long as like they want her to be. Do you know what I mean? She can't leave it. You know, like other people have had the characters wrote out the storyline. Mm-hmm. I like and she then, see, that's the thing but Shonda said like whenever the she leaves the show no ends because it's about her but then so, like, I I read a whole thing as long as possible that was like it's not called Grey's Anatomy because of Meredith Grey it's called Grey's Anatomy because the main medical book it's called something Grey by some obviously old doctor who wrote it it's like the main anatomy book that you learn when you go to medical school and it's named after that Shonda Rhimes that actually confirmed this. So then I think, well, then there's no reason that she needs to be the main character. Like, she could leave it if they wanted to. She, if, they, if they wanted to write her out of it, they could do. Because I feel like, do you know what, isn't it around about now? Go on, sorry. No, but she's like, she is the highest paid actress, like TV series actress mm. in America because of that show. So like, yeah. I don't see, I mean, you would want to leave. Like, but if she left and she wanted to do other work, she wouldn't really... I don't know. I feel like she'd be very typecast. Typecasted, yeah. Typecasted, a hundred percent. I mean, she might have like like starring roles here and there, like guest appearances, but like I don't really see she, like because really of none of them have none of them have done anything else by like being in that on like private practice. But obviously they haven't needed to. And then like obviously Derek Shepherd, so Patrick Dempsey, he obviously left and he's done a fair bit. But he did that Dempsey racing, didn't he? And that's what he focuses more on now. Well, he did, and now he's gone back into acting again. Obviously, Catherine Hale. Hale? She was an actress. She was always doing movies on the side of she was she was all right and then the rest of them i've never really done anything else oh the one who played no the guy who plays owen hunt he was obviously an actor so he's been on movies before he was in that there he's in the 100 also obviously sandra oh she's been in like loads of shit hasn't she I was saying loads of shit. How's she actually been? She's crazy anatomy. She's done killing ease. She's she on that. In the Princess Diaries, whenever she was younger, she was the principal of the school. She actually has done quite a bit, you know. Yeah, she actually has. Like wee bits and pieces before. Mm. Um. Obviously, Jesse Williams, he's done a few bits as well, hasn't he? April Kepner, she was in that film. Like, was it like Mum's Night? 
It's like a Netflix film. But then she's also in Cruel Summer. She's her mum in that. Yeah. So she's done a fair few bits. They've actually, they all have, do have done extra wee bits, but like... I think it's only really like... The person who plays Arizona and Callie haven't really. Well, you see, Callie, she's a Broadway singer. I was going to say, she's a singer, isn't she? Yeah, so she was really good on Broadway. And the guy, I think the guy who played Link's been in some stuff. He's been in like movies, like yeah, what cliche, like yeah, what yeah. That's what I was gonna say. I couldn't think of the word Hallmark movies, like them Christmas movies on like three movies and stuff like that. Them shitty ones, or yeah. We were talking the other day, weren't we? We were saying, like, there's so many different kinds of reality TV. Yeah, there's, like, there's, like, reality TV, like, about people, like, normal people's lives. And then there's reality TV about, like, I'm going to say, like, social influencers' lives. So why do you why do you think people go on reality TV programmes? <laughs> it depends what type of reality TV programme it is. Like, mm. with... Like, say, like, shows like Big Off and MasterChef and those type of ones. Like, it is reality TV, but it's, like, one to, like, show off. You're, like, you're benefiting from it sometimes because... Um, yeah, because they all go on to either, like, make a cookbook or open a restaurant or something like that. Because all you're actually winning is, like, the MasterChef or Bake Off Chef title and, like, a trophy. You're not actually winning anything. Like, you don't win money from it, so... For that, yeah. I, I would say people go on them kind of ones it's because it's an experience, like to yeah. do it, to like work with like your idol as such, and to work for them and get yeah. them to try your food. You'd never get that opportunity anywhere else. Because I definitely think like a lot of times you see them, they're like a housewife or like a single mom, and like they don't have the time to go off and join some kind of culinary school, or I don't even know like work for like just anything to do in the food industry to like work your way up say like and get a kitchen chef job to get to be where you'd want to be but to take like maybe six weeks out to participate in this competition that you don't even know if you're going to get accepted into like it could be that step that you need to actually be able to live your cooking dream that you want to do and like you said it's an experience isn't it so it's just like it's all fun and games yeah, but then you know the ones like you were like you love Ireland, you ex on the beach, hard to handle and stuff like that. There, like I don't know those yeah ones. I think at the beginning, I love Ireland. Say the first couple of series, say up until maybe series two or three. Mm-hmm. I think people that went on it were genuine. I do yeah. fully believe they were. Genuine. Um, like even just the types of people that they got onto the show. Oh, they were your normal average people. You might have yeah, got 100%. the one aspiring model, but the rest of them all had actual jobs. Whereas, like these, like recent, like ep- like series, like they're all models or influencers. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, they've all got some kind of claim to fame, don't they? You're, like, you just know it's just an opportunity for them to go on get a PLT brand deal get uh, endorsements you know, you know like I just I think some people that go on it at the like still maybe have they, they do they because I the right think things, but then they sort of like lose track I think some people yeah. go on and being like oh I want 
I do genuinely want to find love or whatever it is that they're going on, but then throughout mm-hmm. the sort of lose track of it a bit. Yeah. Because I think, on. like, how obviously, like, older episodes and seasons, like you said on them 100%, but like newer ones, it is hard to kind of believe that they're going on it for genuine reasons, like love or whatever the reason is that they're going on whatever show. Because, but then I think, like, you've got people say, you know, like Camilla and that Jamie Hewitt, they were kind of, they were normal people. Do you know what I mean? Like Camilla was literally always doing all this stuff, like women's rights and equality and like kind of just amazing stuff. And even now, since she's left the villa, she's not doing like them PLT brand deals. She only ever does like promo posts for brands and organisations that she actually like agrees with and works with. So I don't feel like she was going on it for a business move, surely not, because she doesn't seem like that kind of person. But I sometimes think maybe people just apply for it just for the banter because how many times did we sit in like the uni house and I'd be like oh you know what I'm just going to apply for Love Island like just for the jokes or just be funny because you don't think that you're ever going to get on it like we know two people who've been on two reality tv programs that five guys a a week and what's that new one on at the moment with Catherine Ryan single maybe single or something like that ready to mingle that's it, ready to mingle on ITV. And we know two people who've been on them, but they're, I don't think they they didn't go in it looking for fame. I think they just applied for it just for the banter, didn't they? Because it was just thought it'd be funny, why not? And it's just funny for all your mates to be like, oh, look. So I don't think everybody maybe does it for fame and like money, but I feel like it is probably the main reason why a lot of the reality shows these days, like Love Island and stuff like that, People definitely do go on it. But then, like, as you said, there's different kinds of reality TV shows because, obviously, Too Hot to Handle, the whole premises of all of them going on that show is they don't think they're on Too Hot to Handle. They think they're going on, like, a party, go wild, like, Ibiza, Ayanapa kind of holiday. And then they realise, oh, no, the people have, like, been psychoanalyzing them and being like, you've got issues, you've got commitment issues and all this kind of stuff. You need this help. So then they get put on this whole retreat instead. So it's a completely different reality show that they applied for. But then again, I guess at the same time, they still did initially apply for a reality TV show. And I feel like anybody who's applying for a reality TV show, you're doing it for a certain reason, aren't you? But then you also get like that Love is Blind and all them kind of shows and Married at First Sight. And I just think they're crazy because surely nobody's genuinely going on to these programs thinking, right, I'm at my last resort of love. There is no way I'm ever going to be happy. So I need to apply for this reality TV show because this is the only way that I think I'm going to find love and happiness. I think, I don't know. I think there's... Like, surely they don't think that we think as the general public that's what we we think that that's why they're going on them shows because they have no other way to find love. Like, fucking hell, there's like Tinder and shit like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, go speak to someone in a local supermarket. You don't need to go on a reality TV show to find love. But I think, to be fair, like, at least like three people on this the UK one, which is the first time they've done the setup, which is like the Australia one and stuff like that, which we've obviously all watched like in the uni house. But they, three people on that had already been on other reality TV shows. And I think just because of the way UK reality TV is, I just didn't love it. I found it really fake. I found like that they were all definitely you know, on it looking for like fame, like we've said. But I feel like when I watch like the Australian one, I feel like I genuinely feel like these people are like at the end of the tether. Like they genuinely think this is their last like option of love. Do you know what I mean? 
Mm, yeah, because I do remember watching the Australian one, and like you do, they did sort of say like, oh, like they're getting on in life, and they haven't really found someone for them, so they thought, why not join this here um, experiment? Because yeah, they have to lose. Yeah, I, I mean, on the Australian one, a lot of them I think were probably thirty odd plus. Where I'm gonna say on this UK one, as this season. I'm saying most of them were under the age of 35 and it's like, you know, even like halfway through your life, like, come on, they're like, what, like 10 years older than us. I don't, as much as I joke about going on a reality TV show, I don't think in the next 10 years you're going to see me on Love is Blind or Married at First Sight because I genuinely think, oh my God, there's I'm no way I'm ever going to find love in my life unless I go on this shitty reality TV programme. No, I do. I think I think there's a certain type of show to go on. Like, I think if you're if you're genuinely looking for like love or something, don't mm. go on Love Island. Don't go yeah. on it because you know how it goes. Go on like first dates or some anything else. Anything else would be better than going on Love Island because Love Island, you're just gonna get roped into like like it is like an actual game. And I just, I think for younger ones, it's fine because like they don't really care about it. And if you actually, if you get, if you fall in love on it and you're lucky enough, fair enough. But like, yeah, because then that's what I mean. Obviously, it's, it's a game. Like we said, you've got like Jamie and Camilla, they've got a baby, they're engaged. You've got Cara Delahoy and that Nathan married two kids. And obviously, you've got the iconic Molly May and Tommy Fiore, like they're still happily together. So I think you can go onto these programs of. Not with the idea that you're going to find love, but you could be optimistic to the fact that you could find love and happiness. Because obviously some like celebrities go on, like I was saying, for like multiple kinds of different reality TV shows. I, I think for it. me it was just crazy like how, how you told a group of people, no, you can't have sex, like you can't kiss, you can't do these intimate things. And they literally like shit hit the fan. Like it was like absolutely crazy how these people couldn't comprehend like not doing these things for two weeks. Chill, just sit, talk, get to know somebody, ask them what their favorite fucking food is and colour is. Do you know what I mean? Like, why do you have to be all up in someone's business? Like, 24-7 it was just a really you weird you genuinely would not be like that in outside like if you started talking to someone you wouldn't be trying to write them every two minutes but then like I the think that's the point that the kind of people that they get in it are like fuck boys and fuck girls who who do do that like would just like message a girl and tell them be like hey you up come around <laughs> and all that fucking shit um but basically a girl called Chloe off too hot to handle season one then went in the circle usa and then now she's going in love is blind and i'm just a bit like she's probably like i'm gonna say 26 she's like three three four years older than us i can't genuinely believe that she thinks that that's the only way for her to find love like she did a whole instagram post about it like i tried to find love here i tried to find love there and i, I didn't like and I just don't get it. Like, does she genuinely want us to believe that we think she's going on this new reality show because for love? No, you're obviously going on it to keep relevant, more fame. Like, that's got to be the only reason. Because if you genuinely think that's the only way you're going to find love, then we really need to have some conversations, don't we? I know, well, but sure have, has no one ever heard of the saying, like, if you go looking for it, you'll not find it. That is like, it's very, very true. You know what I mean? Comes when you least expect like, it really really that like actually desperate to like find someone like you you need to cool off you're mm. still young you still have a lot of time to find someone oh 100 percent. it's like because by the time she actually gets around to finding someone she'll be she will be exhausted like 
Yeah, because I think like obviously these are the ages like now 18, 19 to like 22. And then again, I think like 22 to maybe 27, you change so much. You're still figuring out who you are. And I feel like a lot of these relic celebrities, it's like Megan McKenna. She's such a good one. She was in like Tower, X on the Beach, Big Brother. She was on so many shows from such a young age. And those years when you're developing and figuring out who you are, you're constantly in the limelight. You're constantly kind of like chasing this fame and all this stuff. And I don't think you're giving yourself just a time to relax, figure out who you are, what you want in life. You're kind of always trying to please these cameras. And obviously it's just not very mentally healthy for you. And like, obviously a lot of them have said that, that like if they could go back and not be on them, they they 100% would do because it didn't do anything for like your mental health, your self-esteem, anything like that. Exactly. And especially when you're going from one extreme to the other, like with Tari, whenever she was on it, like she was with her relationship with Pete, remember, like it was always on blast. Like they were always yeah, on the always on cover of everything, they, weren't they? They're always a trending topic. Like she never really got a break. And then she was on <laughs> Uh, Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother. And it was just yeah, that was such an a season because that was the season with like Gemma Collins and that Tiff and all that and everything. So that was a crazy you, season. Celebrity Big Brother and Big Brother in general is probably one of the best reality TV shows I think that they've ever really come up with. I think it's freaking hilarious. So I think reality TV shows like Big Brother, I'm a celebrity, stuff like that are funny because it's entertaining to watch people out of the comfort zone isn't it and to see how the general public or even celebrities that you kind of know of how they act and you just think I relate to that I, I don't like that's just hilarious just seeing the way the situations they get put in so I think they're entertaining to watch for that purpose and I feel like most reality tv shows try to start out like that like Love Island obviously kind of I guess was like that but the whole premises of Love Island is obviously you're in there to try and find love which I guess forces that narrative of you being in a couple you being in a relationship you like faking it till you make it for the public to win this money so I think sometimes it can be that can be a bit like bangers because obviously like you could like play that whole kind of tactical game like which that Jake did with Liberty this year he just tried to play a tactical game the whole time, like knowing that like she was a, a fan favourite, favourite, a public favourite. Together they could be like a power couple. They could win it. And it just, it only got him so far, didn't it? Like, well, literally he got like right to the very end and then was just like, no. So, but obviously that was like emotionally damaging for that Liberty, wasn't it? It was hard to watch that, to be honest. Like, Yeah, but it just... wasn't fun. You're really hopeful that he actually just is genuine, but then you just see the way he goes on with other people and you're just like, it's not, and you wish you would see him acting like that. But Yeah, and it's so hard when you're watching it through the TV screen and you just wanted to grab her and shake her and just be like, listen, like he just he doesn't like you, he doesn't care about you. You're right in your gut feeling. Don't listen to him bullshitting you. I know, I'm just I'm so happy she done that when she did. Um, okay, so would you say that like people can go on reality TV shows? Um, to, like, well, we've kind of talked about it a little bit anyway, but like, can you say that people genuinely go on these shows to find love, or would you just say like it's purely for fame? I think it's maybe a bit of like a 50 50 split. Like, uh-huh. I 
I think a lot of ones people go on with like they're very idealistic and they're very hopeful that this is actually going to happen but then maybe they go on and they sort of figure out that like other people on there that's just not their type of people Mm. that's not who I go for and we don't and you've tried it if you've exhausted all options and you've tried it make it work and it doesn't work well then fair enough then just it's this whenever they've done all that there and then continue to stay on and be like oh well I don't like this but I'll just stay Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think surely, if you're applying to these reality TV shows like, like we said, Love Island, Love Is Blind, all these kinds of ones, surely, obviously, you have all these like, experts on the team that like they ask you your type and blah 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 and all this shit. Surely, they're gonna put someone in there who's my type on paper. Do you know what I mean? My perfect cup of tea. So I'm surely if I'm applying to Love Island and I get on it, I'm going to think the show's called fucking Love Island. Surely I'm going to find love in here. It might be a sweet eight weeks of love, but surely I'm going to find some kind of love. But I feel like sometimes some of the people that they put in there just don't match up with like the girls and the boys. Like you have about three couples in there who meet and work and the rest of them are just like all the way through it, like five weeks. Like, just don't ever meet anyone that they like. And I just don't really get the point of it. Because then to me, obviously, it is a game show. So obviously, you're trying to find love. But then are the producers and the people orchestrating the show purposely making it hard for you to find love so that then certain people can win? Because then obviously, then it's like it's it's pre-set up, isn't it? They put in like three girls and three boys who they know of each other's type on paper. So then they know from the beginning that one of them couples is going to win, surely. Yeah, I just, <laughs> at the beginning, I really, really loved Love Island. I really like thought it was like a really good show. But for the last couple of years, it's been so like pre-selected. Like they, the producers, they know who they want to win and they will go out of their way to make yeah, sure definitely. they win. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'd still watch it just for the, like, just for a bit of something to watch on TV, like, at night time. But it, it's just, it doesn't have the same excitement as it did before. Like, the people, they aren't real people. They don't have real reactions to things. And I just... Yeah, 100%. If I went out and I was chatting to this boy and then he was saying all this shit to me and then he would turn around and said the same thing to this other again, I'm not going to go... Why would I not go up and say, like, what the fuck are you talking about? But then also so on the same level, if, like, a boy said something to, like, one of us, like, was messaging one of us, um, seeing a boy for, like, two weeks... Obviously, I know time goes differently in there. Like, you with each other 24-7, so it's different. But even, say, like, a week, five days, I'd been chatting, seeing this new boy. He'd been saying blah, blah, blah to me. And then I found out that he'd been on a date with another girl. You wouldn't fucking catch me kicking off and crying and screaming. I'd be like, love, it really isn't that deep. Like, you do you. I'm definitely doing me. <laughs> There's no need for this drama. I know, but you still be annoyed, though. But, like, you after five days, like, no, five months, no, yeah. But five days, like, they no, need to get a grip. It's different to compare, though, to outside world. Yeah, because obviously they, you inside. don't know how intense it is because obviously we've never been in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I don't know, God. But then like, that's another thing about people's natural reactions. So, obviously, what happened with Faye and Teddy was bangers. Obviously, the way she reacted was awful. 
But you're telling me that 70% of the population, boys and girls, when alcohol is involved, that if the person that you've been seeing, that you'd, especially like you'd opened up to, you'd let yourself be vulnerable when you weren't that kind of person... And then he's chatted shit to you and he's mugged you off when he's gone on like this fucking lad's holiday. Come back, lied to you about it. You've seen actual footage and all this. You're telling me shit's not going to hit the fan. Obviously, you're going to fly off the handle. You're going to be going mad. You're going to be screaming. Obviously, depends if you're obviously not a confrontational person. Then you obviously just would not act like that in general. But I feel like maybe, I don't know. Depending on what kind of day you got you, maybe you would just, okay, cool, whatever, you would walk away, you'd take your time to compose and you'd come back with a A, B, C point argument. I, on the other hand, I'm not like that. So I would have been effing and jeffing just like fucking Faye was. And I've been like, you fucking think you're making me look like a dickhead? Absolutely not. And I think it's fair to say that a good percentage of the population would have acted the way she did. So I didn't understand why everybody was complaining to Ofcom about it, being like the way she was speaking to him was disgusting, blah, 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 blah. That's why you're watching the programme. If she would have just turned around and been like, oh, you know what, Teddy, it's fine. Don't worry. Kiss and cuddled about it. It would have been fucking boring. Like you're watching reality TV to escape reality because you want juiciness and drama. Like that's why you watch it. You're not watching it for them shitty little like games and challenges they do in it. Do you know what I mean? Because then if you wanted something like that, you watch shows like The Challenge or like SAS Who Dares Win or even like, um, what's it called? We said it before. I'm celebrity who wants to get I'm celebrity get me out here. You know stuff like that. Yeah. Then you watch them kind of shows. So I think like you said before, you do watch. There is different kind of categories of reality shows, and you watch them for different reasons. Because like you've got your like your goggle box and stuff like that, <laughs> and goggle box and stuff like that is obviously relatable, isn't it? So that that's why you watch that because you find it funny. Or like when we would all sit and watch TV programs, we would crack the same kind of jokes as well. But then. You've also got like your Made in Chelsea and your Tawit and stuff like that. And it's like, why do we watch them? Because they're reality TV and we literally don't even know these people. But it's like the way it's set up, it kind of just reminds me of like the soaps. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, the like soap operas aren't they? Mm. Like it is scripted and you cannot tell me otherwise. It is not, you can't tell me it's not scripted, but it's supposed it it's a fake version of reality TV, but it's just it's so well, exciting. That was like, did you ever watch The Hills? It was kind of a bit before our time. Obviously, my sisters watched it, but basically, mm-hmm. at the end of The Hills, when it finished, there was like a whole massive thing, and it basically said like scripted. So then everyone was like, "Oh my god!" For like the past ten years, I've been watching this show, feeding into this drama and bullshit, and you're telling me this whole thing was fucking scripted because obviously you had like Spencer Matthews, and oh. obviously Spencer was made to be like a dickhead, a villain, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, when all that came out at the end and obviously the series ended and they all were doing, like, interviews and whatnot, he basically, like... And a lot of other ones of them spoke out and said, like, they created a narrative, like, they said, like... Um, Heidi. Heidi. Why do I keep calling her Stephanie? Because isn't... One of the the Jenner brothers was on it. Yeah, both of them was in it. Brandon and Brody, they were both on yeah. it. Yeah, but they, they basically... She was in the, that Heidi. She was in... Um, the Call Her Daddy podcast recently, and she was basically saying about how production used to say to her and Spencer, if you're not going to argue, if you're not going to bicker, if your relationship is just going to be fine, like, da, 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 then you're off the show. So they had to create drama and for not to stay on the show. 
And then, like, obviously, that's just scripted. It, that's just fucked. <laughs> so then it obviously makes you think how much every other reality TV shows, like Made in Chelsea and stuff like that, scripted. It's not well, real. I just I just don't believe that the... I believe the earlier seasons, they might have had, like, a wee nudge here and a wee nudge there from producers to sort of follow what, like, sort of narrative they wanted. But as the years have progressed... It has just been like, right, you're doing this, you're saying this, you're speaking to this person, you can't mention this, blah, blah, blah. Like, I just think that the producers now just have full control over it and they just... And they I think 100% will never know the full truth because that they 100% make them sign some kind of like NDA that says like they're not allowed to admit whether that's like Love Island, Love is Blind, Too Hot to Handle, X on the Beach, whatever the show is, that they make them sign something saying like you cannot discuss whether we have told you to say or mm-hmm. do whatever because they all kind of hint at it though don't they they say tell us to do this but they might say like oh if we're having a conversation they might go and say like oh go sit by the fire pit and just talk a bit louder so we can hear you on the mics and it's a bit like well why so that you can create a certain narrative to show to obviously the public that's entertaining but obviously that's the whole purpose of it like it's entertainment tv like as much as, as fake as like Made in Chelsea is, I still think it's, it's actually hilarious. I, I fucking love, love Made in Chelsea. Oh, it's so funny. I do enjoy watching that one. Like. I think Made in Chelsea is a bit of a one mode that like they're all wealthy, like wealthy rich kids, aren't they? Who, so like, rich. Yeah, like obviously you've got like the heirs to McVitty, the heirs to Bentley, like they're all like from like heiresses' families. So it's kind of crazy the way they behave and the way they let them themselves be treated and stuff like that and yeah like I absolutely lived for the whole Zara and Sam drama oh god I was obsessed with that I was here for it and um what was she called Olivia and the whole Olivia and Tristan saga that was great oh that was good but you know what always like is like top tier and I just can't get over it. How obsessed Mava still is with Miles, even though she's with James. Yeah, but that was also the same, like how obsessed Fingy was with Tristan. What was she called? Verity. Verity was with Tristan, even though she broke up with him. And then she was seeing that Charlie, and then she was crying at the dinner table because he was now with Olivia. If I was at Charlie, I would have been like, what the fuck? Like, we're together, and you're crying over your ex having a new girlfriend. Like, what the fuck is going on? It but was like, just outrageous. Whenever they went to those, like, wee houses and all, and they, oh, my God, what was her name? In, like, Cornwall. Yeah, they invited uh, this girl who, like, Miles was seeing. And then oh, this, Mava, this, this skater girl. That yeah, one. That cool skater. Mava was like, I wouldn't waste your time, blah, blah, blah. And then this yeah. other girl came over and was like, no, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't get involved and all. And then they went back and told Miles the exact same thing. And then this girl was just like, why the fuck are you getting involved? And then Mava was like, oh, well, I'm just trying to do you a favour. Maybe I'll just not do you a favour anymore. Oh, yeah, like, because didn't she call him like a bunch of bit? That girl, oh, what the fuck is her name? She went up to Miles and she was like, well... The A, B, and C have all came up and told me like stay away or like back off a bit, like just to sort of for my own good because you're not this great person. And then he was like, whatever, because she had beef 
or something with his friend with the glasses. No singer, do you remember? I think yeah. she like, out with him for a while and then yeah. Yeah. fell out. And then she was like explaining the situation to Miles and then um the guy with the glasses hair and then he was like, oh, Why are you going around like getting in between my friendship with Miles? Like this is just so not odd. Oh, oh what was the one when they were all in them little cabins and it was like all the girls were like on one side and all the boys were on the other side except for that one girl and she was in the cabin. It was that and she was in the cabin with and then they were all like, mm, yeah, typical she would be in the cabin with them and then they were having like a Verity, it was Verity, Verity, Verity. and then you were like they're having a boys night and Verity was like oh I really wish I could stay and have boys night with you but I have to go over there and have dinner with them and it was like oh, it was so Verity it was Verity because Maeva her and Maeva fell out and then her she wasn't speaking to Liv and something else happened so Verity and Verity brought a friend to boys night and then they were all sitting down chatting and then uh, one of the boys was like what the fuck and then uh, Tristan came in and he was just like <laughs> Tristan actually hates her like actually hates like I don't know how they were ever in a relationship because oh, he genuinely can't stand her and then what she called as well the one that was with Tom Zanetti like Tom Zanetti made like a guest appearance for, like, two episodes because he was with Sophie that was just really weird as well oh yeah because they run um celebs go dating together that's just another random reality tv show isn't it because obviously these celebrities are never going to go out with these normal people and the only reason that the normal people are doing it is for the hope of fame 100 percent. because it's not you don't think you're gonna find love with this person well you never know imagine going out with one of them and then like absolutely you know them what in. i feel like if i was on the season where joey essex was on it i could have found love with him i love that man he's great he's such a wholesome character he really is. I love Joey Essex. I did. That documentary about him is, is life and his mum. Did we watch it together? Yeah, you were crying. <laughs> of course I was. I actually cry over everything. Um, so do you think you could truly, you can ever truly be yourself like, on a reality TV show? Like, Do you think like these kind of characters, the personalities that they portray, portray do you think they are like genuine to themselves or do you think these people like make fake characters like i think you know, like create a persona going on to one of these shows with like a persona mm-hmm. eventually your true colors are gonna come through yeah so it's hard to keep can't... up the act you can't you just can't do it like doing that 24 7 for like six weeks and you've got no break no time to yourself and you also don't know like what bits are obviously gonna be put on camera do you exactly so i think um if you're going on with a fake personal like just someone who's not you you're trying to portray portray a different type of person like eventually you're trying colorful show so there's no point even if you're going in and you're sort of if you're trying to take like a different approach, say like you're not confrontational, but you decide that you want to be, like you're trying to better yourself as a person. When I'm oh yeah, show. so like you think I'm like, going to go on it and I'm going to not take shit. I'm not going to let myself get walked yeah. all over like I normally would do. Yeah, as long as you're like still sort of saying true to yourself and you're not like yeah being mean or hurtful or trying to yeah. lose time, it's fine. But like mm-hmm. you're going on with this fake... Um, I did, like this idea in your head that you're gonna go on with this fake personality and win this year and win these people over. You've got nothing coming because it's not gonna work. Yeah, 
you don't realize how like good people are around you and if I don't catch it you would catch it do you know what I mean yeah so do you think like you have to be a certain kind of person to go on these reality shows and do well because I would say that like it's really like Olivia Atwood kind of character a Faye kind of character they're kind of characters you need on them shows because they keep them entertaining even like a Megan McKenna you need them to keep them entertaining but they're never going to win it because you don't really win people's hearts because they're kind of like a Marmite kind of person you either love them or hate them like I know a lot of people who didn't like them characters but for me I really enjoyed them probably because I can relate to them a lot myself I am that kind of person and if I went on a reality show that is probably what I would be a lot like like I am a very as you know I take no shit kind of person and I'm gonna say the elephant in the room I I don't give a shit if it makes it awkward I'd rather just get it out in the air like what everybody else is thinking and saying and just say it and like if that makes you a bitch then it makes you a bitch but you know what at least you can always hold your head high and say I've been true to myself this whole time I think you definitely definitely need ones like them because at the end of the day they are centering themselves they're not changing for anyone they're not trying to act up for the cameras type thing like I'm they not being funny but like the Danny Dyers and like the Liberties and like Camilla's of the show aren't entertaining do you know what I mean but they're just like the wholesome people who make you think like oh or like they have a bit of a shit time or they get a bit mugged off and you're like oh I feel bad for them so that's why like, I think that they win. They're not the most entertaining, but obviously you're not in there. If that's not what the competition is, it's to find love. So mm. do you think that any of the relationships formed from these reality TV shows can be genuine? Like, do you think they're real yeah. relationships or do you think they're made probably for the show? Like, for instance, maybe not so much now Tommy and Molly, but do you think like... Tommy and Molly continue, could have been seen as, because obviously I think they were by the public a lot, continued their relationship for obviously reality, pr- promo, brand deals, whatever purposes. Like Olivia Atwood and that Chris, she has now admitted in her new show that Olivia meets her match, obviously, which she's like engaged to her old boyfriend, um, Bradley, who's that footballer, that everything she did with Chris after Love Island, getting the house, doing their little spin-off thing, everything they did was all just for the purposes of like ITV, reality, money, fame, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I think you can tell, you can sort of tell who's genuine and who's not. Like Molly and Tommy, they were, they've always been genuine. Like, yeah, they, yeah. Even from day dot, they've always I been I think genuine. with Molly and Tommy, like... In the outside world, they would have met and would have got together. Like, I could imagine them being a couple. Do you know what I mean? It's not unusual. But some couples who get together on these reality TV programmes, like, they either live, like, on opposite sides of the countries or, like, even one of them lives in the UK and one of them lives in Ireland. Like, they just live completely different lifestyles. They're very different people. They're not the same. And, yeah, while you're in a villa or a house or whatever reality show it is that you are in, for them, how many weeks, eight weeks plus, it's all well and good and it's all fun and games because you don't have your phones, you don't have any interaction with the outside world, so you can just be in that person and you don't have to think about all them things. But as soon as reality hits, obviously that doesn't work because you're going back to them different lives that you live in. So I think, I think yeah, like you said, it depends on the couple and you can obviously clearly kind of tell if they are a genuine couple because obviously like a lot of these couples break up pretty soon after leaving and obviously it is a very common thing isn't it like Olivia Atwood, Danny Dyer, that Lucinda, Abby from this season they all end up going back to being with their exes don't they? Mm, Yeah I think 
you really do sort of it is kind of like luck of the draw of like if the person that you your type of person is in there at the same time you're in and you sort of like are on the same wavelength and actually click then you're sorted um you go through whatever you go through in the show and then to it's easy in the show but whenever you come off it, it's, that's when you have to put the work in and if you actually really like this person you will and you'll make the effort and it shows because you still got so many of these couples still together but like with some people that are just like they just think it's a dream I think and then whenever they come out and then they're faced with like long distance and like oh like any issues like with like the media and like going out like say you go out one night with like that person there like without your partner there and mm-hmm. then like and there's you haven't had these issues of like yeah there's like so many like, things that you've got to overcome isn't like, there so I think like, yeah, what if they're a dead texter like you would have never even texted and think of being on the island. Imagine you get outside and they're a dead texter. Like what if they use like the monkey emoji? You really, it's kind of like when you're learning to drive, right? You think you're learning to drive when you've got an instructor in the car, but you don't actually learn to drive until you're on the car on your own. And it's We learned that firsthand. <laughs> Exactly. And it's the same thing with the relationship. You're not going to know how well your relationship is until you've actually left the villa. You've left your wee bubble, basically. Yeah, that bubble that you are in, that is 100% very true. Um, so just to finish us off, do you think that reality TV programmes portray a kind of narrative of sort, I want to say, or a certain idea to young people that you can only, like, be successful and be famous these days or get money or find love through going on one of these reality TV shows. Like how I was saying, obviously, you've got, like, certain characters, like, obviously that Sam from Love Island who's on Love Island and Geordie Shaw. Obviously, we've said Megan McKenna was on a few. That Chloe, she's been on a few. And to fact, Olivia Atwood was on Towie for a little bit. Um, I think Kem and Amber were. So, obviously, you have that variety that people of celebrities who mixed between loads of different reality TV programmes. So do you think then to young people, yeah, it makes them think, okay, so I can only have money, be successful, be famous, find love and whatnot if I'm on one of these shows. So that's why, like, everybody, like, now wants to apply for Love Island and wants to be an influencer and all this shit. Or, like, what What do you think? Like, what's your opinion? I, again, think it's the type of person you are. If you, if your whole life is about your Instagram or whatever and your followers and what people see, what people, like, how you're showing yourself to people and how you want to look to them, then these shows is their ticket to but get But do you not think our maybe generation, like, our era, well, are, we, like, are, we gen, like, are we Gen X? We are like in the middle of millennials and Gen Z, so I don't know what we are. But we're actually are we actually classed as Gen Z? No, no, Gen Z is like from two thousand and more two thousands up, but then millennials stops at nineteen ninety seven. So we are in the middle. This is what I'm saying. We're like millennials, I think, is what they said. All right. Well, basically, whatever. Do you not think we're the last generation of... Obviously, a lot of our generation, a lot of our friends, a lot of people we know, obviously, are heavily influenced by social media and stuff like that. But, like, do you not think younger generations, like how 
girls just look so much different these days and I've all grown up in how everybody's had like nice expensive designer shit like 15 year olds are getting about in fucking Balenciaga trainers whereas like we fucking got about in like fucking Lely Kelly's and shit like that yeah and get a new t-shirt from Primark and be fucking buzzing whereas like 13 year olds now if they don't have the latest iPhone so do you not think obviously they are heavily influenced by these programs I think, you see, we went, see, our generation, because we grew up, we were there for all the technology being introduced and being the sort of the first people to use it all type thing. Yeah. We obviously have a different opinion of, of these younger ones because they've grown up, we've been using it, we've been showing them how to use it, they already know all the things. What you mean, I completely agree. Give us a message on Instagram and tell us what you think about reality TV. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.